Welcome to the Maria Heller Show, on the net since 2000 and still going strong. If you feel like you're not getting the real news, if you feel like you're not connected spiritually, you have found your home. Maria covers a wide range of topics as only a snarky New Yorker can. Straight up, no chaser. No censorship, no corporate sponsors, thus true freedom of speech. Your subscription gives you unlimited access as a member of the smartest audience on earth. Relax and enjoy the education. Now here's Maria. Good morning world, Maria here alive and kicking. Welcome to hell and high water. Well basically every day of our lives these days. With my guest, my co-host, my adopted son, Chuck Ocelli. If you're not familiar with Chuck's work, get over to Ocelli.com. I have a live link here. Support the less than a handful of people that are actually out here telling you the truth. Uh, so good morning, Chuck. Oh, good morning, Mom. Uh, hell and high water. Yeah, despite the imitators, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are actually it, just so you know. And since you're listening to us, you probably already know. And uh, just want to quickly give thanks to uh, those that do, because uh, you are a rare breed out there, my friends. That's, <laughs> um, that's for sure. Is winning the race. <laughs> <laughs> In a world built on lies oh. with nothing but liars. Uh, it's hard to find people that'll just tell you the truth. Uh, and uh, a lot of times people say, you know, you're, you're brave enough to say out loud what I was already thinking. And we live in a world now, you know, with thought police where, you know, everybody's afraid, afraid to say anything, afraid to express their own opinions, mm. especially politically. Uh, so, you know, problem, reaction, solution. And here we are in uh, what looks like a total police state. Uh, it certainly looks like the end of the Roman Empire, known as the United States. Uh, and people still want to believe the lies and the myths of how great we are. Um, well, yeah, and isn't that funny? Uh, you mentioned the Roman Empire, considering that, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know if I can get through it without yawning, but another, another scandal over there in the Vatican, gee, financial malfeasance. Oh. What does that mean? Oh, it's Tuesday, right? Right. <laughs> uh, so you have that, right. but also uh, over in Italy, what's going on? The Green Pass, the medical tyranny being rolled out. Um, Italians are happy about it, according to mainstream Italian media. But you look at the independents; maybe they have a different story. Yeah, the America <laughs> care? They will soon. Right. Well, I'll tell you what: it, it, the Italians are not happy with it. Uh, they are protesting with it. I, I saw a great protest they pulled on about a week or two ago against the, uh, I think it was the G20. Uh, they're not happy with it. The Green Pass uh, uh, eliminates Italians from eating in indoor restaurants, which I found kind of funny because all Italians know we prefer to eat outside. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's not just them. Uh, you know, you're going to start to see this here as, you know, they keep telling us the vaccines are not mandatory, but now the Biden administration and doctors, hospitals, etc., companies are demanding that you be vaccinated to come to work. Well, the city of New York as well. Now they have uh, mandated that 
by the 13th of September, I think de Blasio's release said that uh, everybody employed by the city of New York needs to be vaccinated. But before we get off of Italy, let us, uh, let us not get the mainstream headline uh, wrong. Uh, in America, they're telling us, oh, the Italians are fine with this. But frankly, you know, you saw footage of a protest. I got to tell you, which, which city? Because uh, I count more than, ready, 70 cities in mm. what they call Italy, right. where there were significant protests. Um, <clears throat> is, is CNN telling you that? No, of course nope. not. Uh, but I will tell you that, and why? Because every now and then I do read Italian news in Italian. <laughs> so um, I know that's happening. You know, just like in France, I, I still see uh, less resistance in France than I thought I was going to see. But Spain makes me feel a little better. They're definitely chafing against the new regulations. Uh, but here in the good old U.S., of course, if you're a frontline worker, you're supposed to accept this. And plenty of people have had that jab or no job uh, choice given to them already. Right. Uh, but uh, it, it's just increasing rather quietly, rather silently. You know, it makes me think of the drug testing, Maria, which right. initially, I know you recall, was sort of rolled out as something that, well, look, government workers and, well, you know, airplane pilots and things like this, well, I think we need to drug test them. Mm. Um, and today, what do you have? Well, I'll tell you something. If you're working at a Dollar General today and you accidentally slice yourself with a box cutter, which is a typical and common injury at a, at a Dollar General because you, you need to use a box cutter in the course of your duties, um, you, you'll get drug tested. Okay? And if you don't accept the drug test, you, you're summarily fired. That's your minimum wage job now, drug testing you. But initially when they rolled it out, look, it's just for the government workers. Right. Right? Right. Uh, it, it, it's just for airplane pilots. Maybe we'll ask surgeons to be drug tested. You know what's funny about that? Mandatory drug testing for surgeons, I still think, is not quite a thing. Although they will be uh, uh, submitting to the shot, absolutely, for the good of the greater good, right? Ooh, well, you I just see, that sound you, dirty when I say that. I, I'm see, sorry, Maria. Go you ahead. see a lot of hospitals firing essential workers who have refused the shot. You see a lot of restaurants now that want to do the same thing. So if they think they have an employee problem now, they have no idea of how many people will never be showing up for work. It's just sad that it took COVID to make Americans think about a general strike. Yeah, well, and, and there are attempts now, and, and I, I thought of you immediately uh, when I saw it, but, you know, th there's a movement afoot to try and get one going for October 15th, um, and it, it, I think they call themselves the Young Workers uh, group on social media. They're trying to organize one. You see other places where if there isn't a general strike, it's kind of funny that they're offering $100 bonuses to go work and flipping burgers, you know, which is usually the go-to. Well, you can go flip burgers. Uh, yeah, $100 bonuses, hey, we'll give you some free food. And in some places, they're even trying to dangle the $15 an hour that everybody says nobody can afford to pay. Right. Um, but, eh. But the bottom line is $15 an hour is a joke. 
Okay, no one in this country can afford to live on $15 an hour and rent, pay these exorbitant rents uh, out there. Uh, so, you know, it should be more, should be more like 27 minimum or maybe $40 an hour. Uh, and here you got the American worker struggling and begging, begging these millionaires who shoot themselves into space, but unfortunately they come back begging them to pay them something different. You know, Jeff Bezos thanking his employees for uh, giving him basically the money to fly off planet for, what, 10 minutes? Uh, meanwhile, they get, yeah, I think he flew longer than he allows them bathroom breaks. Uh, you know, as long as Americans keep worshiping the rich, nothing will change. You know, I'm trying to think Robert Reich had a great piece yesterday where he said, you know, you can't just talk about white supremacy. We need to talk about rich wealth supremacy and that it's wealth supremacy that's even blocking this administration from passing the laws and the increase in tax, et cetera, et cetera, because they're all owned by the same people. Yeah, that's the problem. And I used to say that it was about green supremacy, but I don't know what color the digital currency is, uh, uh, frankly, right? Uh, you know, and, and not just Bitcoin, I mean just the digital world of money. Right. That uh, since I'm not part of the moneyed class, I guess I don't know what color that's supposed to be at all. Because you don't even see where their wealth is now. Right. You know, it's not like it's in a bank vault. <laughs> this exactly. isn't Rockefeller's. Uh, Bezos, I want to remind everybody again, as he's thanking his employees for being able to be weightless longer than he lets them pee. Yeah, that's true. But also, this is the same guy who got a $400 tax credit for his kids, right? Um, and why is that? Well, I guess that's creative accounting. Because mm. I could have swore if you made like $100,000, which, by the way, I would love to make $100,000, but if you made like $100,000, you couldn't even get that 400 bucks. So how is Bezos, the owner of the largest, you know, corporation on the planet just about, right. <laughs> uh, or at least one of the largest on the planet, how is this guy eligible for a tax break for one of his kids? The same way, the same way Trump, who pays no taxes, gets a tax refund at the end of the year. You know, yeah. back in the day, before you were born, there was a, a show which was subsequently taken off air because they thought it was racist because it actually was a, sh a black comedy with actual black actors in it. There was a happening. I think it was around the 1950s. It was called Amos and Andy. And I remember watching it with my, my father. It was hilarious. It was real humor. It was great. And I remember at one point one of the... Uh, one of the guys asked his friend, you know, they're talking about the tax time. And he says to his friend, you know, are you getting a tax refund? And his friend says, refund? He says, you got a fund to get a refund, and I don't fund. Okay, that was in the 1950s before Reagan started changing the tax laws for the rich, etc., etc. And now people that don't pay taxes get millions of dollars back every year. Yeah. Yeah, or, or they get, uh, not only that, but other incentives, because they're the job creators, right? Yes, <laughs> uh, they're the slave wage oh. creators. 
you know today you're just a slave you just have a different title but it's still slavery no matter how you cut it uh you know i, I look at the whole world every night chuck and last night as i was surfing through uh youtube i watched the sandstorm that was hitting china what i found more incredible than the sandstorm which really looked like something out of you know a movie were the gigantic apartment buildings that these people live in like animals okay i've never seen apartment buildings that tall they all look identical and here you have all these people that you know are working like for slave wages and they're living in these little tiny boxes on top of each other and i, I gotta tell you i was stymied i said and this is their life in china what kind of life is this but this is exactly what they want to do here too force people through high ridiculous prices to move back into the cities where they're easy to control and live in these little mini houses or you know mini apartments you know where everything basically falls down and folds away in the walls when you're you know up and about um and so i know it's not just china uh but when i looked at that i gotta tell you it sickened me the same way it did when i came out of surgery when i was four years old uh and uh as you know i had had a near-death experience at that time and when i went outside to play because my mother forced me to i looked at and we were living in you know three four-story brownstones we weren't living in egg crates piled to the heavens like the tower of babel but I remember when I went outside and looked at my neighborhood, my street, you know, it's just pavement, cement, no trees, not even a blade of grass, people living on top of each other. And I, I had the realization, this is not how we're supposed to be living. This is not how we were meant to live. Uh, and that was, you know, compared to the way those Chinese were stacked, I was like, wow, I guess I was living large, you know, in my $76 a month rent apartment with my family. Um, so you look at the way the earth is now responding to what we have done to her. And I don't care how many people are going to argue that humans have not contributed to what is happening on this planet. Um, and it just totally sickens me. You know, a lot of environmentalists are saying that time's up by 2040. Uh, we, you know, our, our, our circle of life, what we need to depend on, air, water, clean food, 2040. I still sometimes think that's optimistic looking at what went on in the world today, disasters on YouTube every night. I looked at Italy last night legitimate in between the murderous hail falling were rocks black rocks falling and i'm like where okay so where are the rocks coming from and then i'm like uh, is mount etna erupting is there dirt floating in the air that's got these big black rocks falling out of the sky um and yet humans still are distracted they're distracted by morons flying into space, okay? And let's not forget, Bezos wants to put all our industrial waste up into space, too. 
so he could save this beautiful planet. Well, why don't you save the beautiful planet instead of wasting money going into space? Um, well, you, you know, I, I, I often wonder about that as well. I mean, is it because all the car companies are buying, uh, you know, the, the large uh, transhumanist concerns that are giving us robot dogs and uh, robot basketball players? I mean, do they figure that uh, it doesn't matter what they do to the Earth because they'll only need their artificial servants after uh, we're all wiped out? I mean, is that okay? I don't know. Is that is that where we're going? Well, I hope that if that's where we're going, that the robots finish them off. Because I think robots would do a better job taking care of this planet. You know, they just might, because they might think about it pragmatically. Of course, that almost makes us uh, uh, rooting for the Terminator universe, where uh, <laughs> maybe Skynet's supposed to take over, right? Well, I mean... How, how bad is that? I mean, listen, every news show, Chuck, the manatees are dying the birds falling out of the sky throughout the country. Uh, you know, I just keep looking at the, the mass, sixth mass extinction that is happening all around us every day that people still think is something coming in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it really sickens me. Well, see, know. why is it that people need to think about it coming in the future when you're looking at the bootleg fire and you have to have explanations now between what a fire NATO looks like and, oh, what a tornado caused by a fire looks like right. and other weather events now being generated by the fact that there was nothing but a bunch of dried-out stuff from a heat wave that was absolutely record-setting. It's like, it's right there, folks. Right, fire is right actually, there. it's actually creating its own weather. I was looking at some of the fires last night on YouTube and I thought to myself, what does a fireman think when he's faced coming up against this? Well, I, I would think about going home. Right. Because it, it, what, what, what are you going to do against that? I mean, it was like the, the, the towering inferno all over the place. And, yeah. you know, okay, some of them could be lightning started. Most of the time it's idiots that have started these fires. Uh, drought, okay, I could go for that. Uh, you know, or these morons that have to have a gender reveal party and start a fire that kills people. Um, I just don't understand how stupid and self-centered so many people have become. Uh, And they think the party's not going to end. You know, California, you got towns that their tap is already dry. They have no water, okay? Utah got hit by a huge sandstorm this week, okay? You see freak weather happening everywhere, and people still want to say that, you know, nothing's changed. Well, you know, there's that plus that, uh, you know, slow-motion event in Florida about the one building collapsing. Uh, wonder what's going to happen when the foundations get washed away for a whole bunch of places because there will be more floods in Florida, I assure you. We're right at the time when that's going to occur. Um, you know, sometimes I take a look at the news coming out of Florida and I wonder if it's not uh, a good thing, uh, just because (laughs) there's something wrong with that land. Right. Well, Uh, you build on sand. What do you expect? Okay. Well, that's the thing. Listen, I, most of my family is in Florida. Uh, my sister's right on the beach of Cape Canaveral. Every summer they have to replace the sand. It's a never-ending battle to keep the beach 
Uh, but sooner or later, you know, the ocean's going to take back what's hers. And now they're talking about building a 20-foot wall around Miami, uh, uh, you know, to keep the water out. Uh, but when you tell this to people, they're like, yeah, okay, who cares? Uh, what's the price of that condo? And by the way, they did shut down another condo be and told people to leave because it wasn't safe. If I lived in a condo right now in Florida, I certainly would not feel safe anywhere. Yeah, I think it would be a good time to sell because uh, it's just, it's not looking good. I mean... <sighs> And it's not just Florida, but, no. man, uh, it's just when I watch that whole slow motion thing, I'm thinking to myself, what are you going to do when there's 10 of those in a week? What are you going to do when that's going on all the time? Uh, if you want to talk about trying to build a wall against the ocean, I urge you to take a look at a place called Seabright in New Jersey, because uh, Seabright spelled, you know, S-E-A, and, and the word bright, um, every two years, I think it is, uh, their seawall is absolutely destroyed, <laughs> and they rebuild it again. It, it's it, it's like watching beavers build a dam, except beavers are fairly good engineers. Um, well, the only thing that's going to change it, which is another thing that's already happening, is a lot of insurance companies are pulling out. They're just refusing to insure these areas anymore. So anybody buying a house without insurance deserves what they get. You know, I remember when I was living in New York, there were so many drunk boaters in Reynolds Channel uh, that the boat insurance company pulled out, refused to cover any boats in Reynolds Channel in, on Long Island because there was too many claims. Everybody wanted to drive drunk. Uh, so when there's no insurance, I guess maybe you'll feel a little, uh, a little more cautious about what you do. Uh, but yeah, the coastal waters are rising. Uh, you know, England, which I thought had one of the best uh, preventers for rising seas, because I'm sure you've seen their big gadget to keep the water out. Uh, but look at London and how London flooded this week. Okay, you got entire homes just floating down the floating down the new rivers. Uh, you know, Berlin. You know, uh, the Netherlands. Uh, Palermo, uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. Uh, Iran, okay, one day they're, they're, they're in a water shortage, the next day they got floods coming through. Um, and, you know, supposedly, according to astronomers, we've got a wobble in the moon that's going to create even more flooding because the moon does regulate water. Yeah, I saw that, and you know, the, the one thing that I was trying to figure out is, uh, it, it seems to me like these guys always know these things well in advance, uh, and it, it, it's almost like it's breaking news and coming soon. I, I'm, I'm wondering uh, if people knew this a couple of years ago, <laughs> you know, like, where, where's the warning signs? Is there a preparation for it? Is there anything that can be done? about that to, uh, I don't know, just save some lives here. Well, you know, supposedly Germany knew of the potential of these kind of floods. And like our politicians, they've just been kicking it like an old shoe down the road, but never came up with any plan or solution. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, so, you know, you can read that, you know, at Der Spiegel. Uh, but 
when I told people 40 years ago what was coming if people didn't respect this planet, I was called a tree hugger and, you know, a hippie and a lunatic. But who was right? And I didn't want to be right. I thought in my own young person's ego that I could stop, stop it from happening. All I had to do was get out there and warn people. Well, I realized as I got older that that wasn't really my job. Well, it's just like warning people about the, uh, the, the, the fact that incrementally, when you uh, allow certain things to go on, it doesn't matter if it's political, if it's natural, if it's about the uh, food supply, whatever. If you allow things to go on for a little while, mm. they usually try and push things beyond what you allowed and see if you'll allow that. And that's the way it goes. Right. If people are not making enough noise, then the powers that should not be will continue to be the powers that should not be. Well, look at... And that's it. Right. Well, look at what happened. They put the ultimate authoritarian Hitler wannabe moron in office for four years to do his job. And his job was to divide this country. And he did that job well. Mission so, accomplished. Right. So now we have Americans fighting Americans instead of paying attention to everything else going on. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I did catch some of the... Um, some of the insurrection committee uh, coverage this morning. Uh, and everybody should watch it because, hey, they have a whole lot of videos we haven't seen yet. Uh, but you hear you have Trump saying it was a love fest. These were normal people. Remember, he told them, go home, I love you. Uh, and where's the repercussion? Now, to me, if there's no repercussion or as one of the cops, that, the last one that I was watching... When they asked him, what do you really want from this committee? He said it best. He said, if you hire a hitman to murder someone, the hitman goes to jail. But the person that hired him goes to jail too. He couldn't have said it any clearly that he wanted Trump to pay for this. Uh, especially when they were screaming, Trump sent us as they were beating these people. Uh, so now with that where they're trying to rewrite history that we all just saw with our own eyeballs just six months ago. Uh, you still have people killing each other over being fanatics for the culture of personality, of which I don't even understand because to me, Trump has no personality, and killing each other. And they're going to argue to death over what even happened on January 6th. You know, it's too bad in a way that people weren't that curious about September 11, 2001. Well, look, there is that. And all this week and the weeks leading up to this uh, beginning of this House Select Committee, uh, which, you know, I, I, I know some people think this is going to be some big change, but uh, point to me another House Select Committee that really created some serious change before... Sometimes you get some information out of them, but uh, outside of that, I, I got to be honest with you, I don't see any real changes that come from these kind of committees. <clears throat> um, the other thing is that uh, when it comes to that, that, that whole thing, leading up to this week, uh, what, what was this guy doing? What was his surrogates doing out in the media 
telling people, listen, it was a love fest. Right. You know, uh, I saw cops uh, uh, letting people in and hugging and kissing these protesters. I'm looking for that footage. Right. Um, I don't see it, Maria. I don't know. Maybe I missed it somewhere. Of course you don't see it. It doesn't exist. He's the, even one of the cops today was saying that men were identifying themselves to them with a badge saying they were cops, but none of them had a gun. And he says, I've never seen a cop with his badge and not his gun. So yeah. you had a lot of players in the audience. But let me tell you, just from what I saw, this was well-planned, well-planned out and well-directed. There's no way this was a spontaneous riot. Oh, no, not at all. And, you know, the, the funny thing about uh, when, when you explain to somebody that this was clearly planned, they say, look at it, it doesn't look planned. Okay, I understand that you also took an asset of individuals that you couldn't organize. Uh, just, you know, look, not everybody in there had discipline, obviously. Uh, they were weaponized as well. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's good. You know, there, there's a reason why the term useful idiot exists, mm -hmm. okay? Because idiots are useful. Um, and you can send a mass of idiots that don't have to necessarily know what they're doing, why they're doing it, or anything else to uh, make a scene. Right. To cause a distraction. To, uh, to add to a melee, to take up other assets, to clog the system. This is what a mass of morons does. Exactly, you but to say, to say it wasn't planned, I mean, there's plenty of pictures of them wearing their T-shirts with their intentions on it. So they had shirts made. They had weapons with them. They had one guy, 11 Molotov cocktails. And as far as stupidity, yes. One guy literally thought that he was attacking the White House. He didn't even know that he was at the Capitol. Uh, but you have to be an idiot to follow Trump and to still follow Trump. There has to be something seriously wrong inside your brain to follow a buffoon wannabe dictator like Mr. Depends. Well, the guy who says, I'm going to walk down there with you, then gets in right. his car and drives back to his security... Uh, automatically you should know what that is. But right. And then he got pissed because somebody leaked that he was hiding in the basement. Okay. <laughs> so he wanted the leaker to be executed. Of course. I mean, what kind of lunatic is this? And what kind of people would actually follow a lunatic like this? But I guess it's the same kind of people that uh, tossed off uh, Moses and God for a gold statue of a cow, okay? So if you can sit there and worship a golden calf while Moses is coming down a mountain with hand-carved tablets from God himself, then I guess that's the kind of idiots that still live today. Well, apparently, but, but, but again, it, it's fascinating to me that he does that, sends them there, does all this stuff, and these people... Don't understand who sent them, why they were sent, nothing. They knew why. The cops even testified. Trump sent us. We're here because of Trump. How many of them are using that in court defending themselves? I was just listening to my president. My president told me to do this. Yeah, but see, that's my point. They don't know really why they were sent. See, the idea is it's like the My Pillow guy who's holding his uh, whatever conference and uh, claims that, what is it now, August uh, 13th, August the 13th, 13th, right. 
Okay, so August 13th, uh, you know, the resignation of uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris is coming, and therefore Donald Trump will be reinstated. Um, these people, just like their leader, have no idea how the government works, even when it's working. Because, um, fun fact, I mean, if, if there was a, a straight-up resignation of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris tomorrow, uh, then, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome President Pelosi. Exactly. Because that's who would ascend to the presidency legally. Exactly. Well, they don't know Jack Squat. Trump didn't ever even knew the name of the states that he was in. So, you know, all he knows is how to rip people off. And, you know, all those best people like Tom Barrack that he surrounds, surrounds himself with. Chuck, we need to take a short break. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Maria. I don't often get to talk directly to the listeners here on the Gary Knoll Network, but I felt like doing that today. I know a lot of you really enjoy my show, but you might not know that I do four shows a week over at my website, maria.net. So if you're loving the show you get to hear on Sunday, come on over to my site and subscribe because I've got hundreds of hours of great shows on pretty much every topic in the universe. Uh, and that, again, is maria.net, M-E-R-I-A.net. And now we can get back to this excellent show. Thanks. Okay, welcome back to Hell and High Water. As you can see, this show, I think, is just orchestrated magically through the spirit world because Chuck and I never know where the show is going to go until we start it. And then it goes where it needs to go, kind of like Ray Key. Anyway, Chuck... What do you think about Tom Barrett, who was rich enough to post a $250 million bail? Oh, the, yeah, well, I, I always find it remarkable when there's all this uh, ability to bail out people. Uh, it, it's, it's fascinating to me. Uh, individuals who are charged with crimes all over the place end up with these different bail amounts, and it's it's really a, a loaded system, Maria. I mean, when you turn around and somebody is, uh, you know, committing a crime where they're trying to, uh, you know, steal something that's worth about a thousand dollars, and uh, you know, maybe something else went wrong during that crime or whatever, and you know, it's going to be a hundred thousand dollars to bail them out. Eh, people know that they're going to sit in jail for a while. All right. But if you're rich enough, you know, you can claim that prison is a hardship. And you can talk about how that might be cruel and unusual since you're, you know, not really part of the regular people. I mean, for God's sake. Uh, uh, by the way, how is Ghislaine Maxwell doing? Anybody check on that lately? <laughs> she's still alive, and, and she still thinks that she should be released. Well, doesn't she? Of course she does. And, and doesn't anybody who thinks they have money. What, what, what is hilarious to me is the return to court. Now, I saw in that case the judge... Uh, admonishing these people that, you know, you, you're going to lose that money. Uh, I mean, a quarter, it's like a quarter billion dollars, isn't it? Right. Right. You're, you're going to lose this. You're putting up that much. Uh, and, and if somebody goes back to do their court date, I mean, obviously, they're not getting a bail bondsman for a quarter of a billion dollars. That's that's cash. Right. <laughs> that's going to sit there. Cash or cashier's check, I guess. I don't know. That's a large amount. Well, the guy's uh, got an ankle bracelet, big deal. But he's got his own plane. He's got homes probably in many different countries. So he is a flight risk. Why give him bail at all? 
Uh, well, see, there you have it. Because money Bye, talks and bullshit little. walks. That's what my mother used to say. Money talks, bullshit walks. Uh, and, you know, what's going to really come of it? You know, today I saw the pro- one of the prosecutors in Florida said that Matt Gates could go to prison for the rest of his life for uh, sex trafficking. Do you really <clears throat> believe that's going to happen? I, I believe that about as much as I think uh, that uh, Trump is going to actually end up having to pay taxes. I mean, seriously. The, the, this whole situation, that's another thing, by the way, disappeared from the headlines, didn't it? About, uh, you know, the, the Southern District of New York and their big plans for the big charges. Seems like fizzle, fizzle, maybe we're not going to do anything. Because uh, isn't that the normal plan when it comes to those that are privileged? Well, the one thing and, they did do this week is they put a gag order on Weaselberg's uh, daughter-in-law, who's been speaking out and cooperating and telling the truth. So now she's stuck with a gag order. So listen, the court system is set up to protect the rich from the rest of us, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. Well, selective enforcement, that would happen to be the that, that would happen to be exactly how it works <laughs> protect i you know what i don't think i've ever heard you actually say that exactly that way what that the courts protect you know the rich from the rest of us i don't think i've actually heard you put it in a sentence like that before well there you have it well it kind of reminds me of something napoleon said uh when he said that religion was invented to keep the poor from murdering the rich well, Napoleon was intelligent, after all, and uh, <laughs> recognized the world around him, which is why he uh, wielded so much influence even after falling from grace, which is something that is on my mind, by the way. And that is that uh, I, I, I shudder to even say it, but you do know next year when Trump's bans are lifted, we're going to be dealing with the run-up to 2024 where either his uh, idiot son is going to be running Florida or running as his uh, vice president, and he's going to be running for president again. You know this, right? Right. Well, let's hope it's he's backing some guy right now who's losing his, uh, his election. Um, who knows? You know, Trump to me is like, he's like got the touch of death. Anything he touches dies. Uh, and then you got the other side of it, you know, in 2024, he'll be 78 years old. He made fun of Biden for running at that age. He sure as hell isn't in the same physical condition as Biden at 78. So maybe with a little luck, he'll be dead. You know, maybe his time to go meet his maker, or whatever planet they created that freak on, is due. Uh, but I could tell you this, that would be the total end of this country. So the Democrats, listen, let's put the blame right now where it belongs, okay? okay? The Democrats are sitting on their hands, still letting the Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy circus run over them when they have the option of just passing everything they want without that bullshit bipartisan crap, which never works, Okay. Biden himself is against ending the filibuster, which means the Voting Rights Act isn't going to get passed, the infrastructure bill is not going to get passed, and we're going to be in the same shithole in 2022. And I guarantee if the Democrats don't get tough and act like the GOP did the past 20 years, 
we will have a sweep on the GOP side. Oh, yeah, because that's the point. In 2022, you're looking at them gaining ground in both houses. That, that happens anyway during uh, an administration where you have, you know, say the Democrats win and they seem to have control of things for a minute. Two years later, they don't. All right. Uh, Republicans, same thing, by the way, will lose control after they get their guy in the White House. Uh, two years later, it always seems to happen in what they call the midterms. Right. Uh, quite frankly, this does not bode well because it, it, it almost gives us the reboot of 2016 where a potential Trump presidency could come into power with, guess what, control of both the House and Senate. Right. And, I, and I, before I, you I, know it, we no. might as well be the United States of Iran. That's, that's what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, with the Supreme Court already in hand, sorry to tell you, uh, which part of the government will the GOP not control at that point? Exactly. Well, checks and balances have been out the window for a long time. And the only ones that are fighting for this are the progressives in the Democratic Party. Uh, and they're getting nowhere, okay? Because they're all beholden to the same money people. They're all beholden to the same lobbyists. Uh, and they're all afraid of their own ass. I mean, what do these people think they get elected for? Well, clearly not to represent the people they're supposed to represent, because if they did that, you know, they might actually try to get something done. All right, right. Uh, as opposed to this nonsense they're doing. See, that's the other thing. We're stuck with this uh, House Select Committee now because there could be no real investigation from the only people that could possibly investigate. I mean, again, I'm not surprised or dismayed or disappointed. I expected this. But, uh, but at the same time, you would think, that a couple of people might be motivated by an idea of self-preservation. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, some of the people that, that were literally threatened directly, who also want to uh, all the time try and shame those of us who criticize law enforcement, um, you know, as a constant, as being, you know, clearly un-American and all that good stuff. Those who are supposed to be representing the American people don't even want to represent reality. And uh, this, this is what we're stuck with at this point. It doesn't bode well. I mean, talk about going off a cliff. Right. I, I, you That's know, the cliff collapsed. Light. We didn't even get a chance to go off of, off of the sharp cliff. Right. Already right. a mudslide. Well, what do you think about the fact, you know, after the horse is in the barn, uh, that uh, all of a sudden now we find out Brett Kavanaugh was never properly vetted. He was just swept in. Well, right. That was the, uh, oh, man, what, what, what is that organization that put him on the list there? Uh, I can't remember now. But either way, it was just the approved right-wing judge. You know what I mean? That's all it was. The, uh, I can't remember the name of the think tank. But you know what I'm talking about here. It was just he was one of those. And, you know. Huh. I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of it either. But the bottom line is 4,500 tips on the pervert. And the FBI only picked out 10 people to interview, didn't even interview Christine Ford, and then uh, hands all that information over to a Trump attorney. You know that they just disappeared all that stuff and slammed that piece of useless flesh onto the court. 
So why not unpack the court? It's not too late now. Why aren't they revetting him? Uh, revetting. Why are we stuck with these people? Why do we have 300 million people's lives ruled by, uh, you know, less than a dozen people? I mean, this is craziness. Well, everybody's too busy uh, clamoring for their warp speed poison, Maria. I mean, that, that that's what it comes down to. Oh, oh, in case you don't know what that is, that that would be the vaccine that, uh, you know, that, that unless you're taking it. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, you do know you're talking to uh, one of those people who's detrimental to society because I'm not getting that jab, right? And I'm not allowing anybody in my family to get it if I can help it either. But, uh, well, now you saw, you saw the governor, what the hell's her name, K.I.V., I think she's, uh, where the hell is she, Kansas, uh, Alabama, mm. who's now blaming the unvaccinated for the rise in cases. Yeah, of course. So now we're going to also go into another division, not just pro-Trump against Trump, this, that. Now we'll go into the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. So now they'll demonize you for uh and punish you for free will which we're supposed to have freedom in this country oh yeah well you know we're supposed to have a lot of things uh not quite as advertised as i remember it being advertised when i was a kid not at all uh you know oh and and by the by uh since i was born in the vietnam era i gotta mention uh you know Apparently, we're, we're going to withdraw from Iraq again, Maria. And um, we're also quickly approaching that September 11th deadline for Afghanistan. I mean, I know that's happening, too. But is the military-industrial complex going to give up its bases? And, oh, by the way, where is the next big stream of revenue coming from, right? Right. Well, you know, they actually approved more money for the Pentagon than the Pentagon asked for. Very few people know that. I have that story, thanks to Bruce Gannon, uh, for my next news show. Um, but there's always money for that. This we know. But, you know, yeah, if we're out of Afghanistan, why are we still doing airstrikes there? Oh, well, you know. I mean, pay no attention to the reality. I mean, just the statements alone, right? Right, they just say it like, you know, like January 6th was a love fest and you're supposed to buy that and you're supposed to buy we're done with Afghanistan while we're still uh, doing airstrikes because all of a sudden we care about destroying the Taliban, but Trump had them over at Camp David. How'd that work out? Yeah, wasn't that supposed to be all done? I mean, well... After all, we have the Olympics, too, Maria. Let's not forget that. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. Because isn't that where diplomacy's really done? Uh, you know I'm being facetious, right? Yeah, first of um, all, I don't know why they're even doing the Olympics. I don't know why they've done them for several years now, because it was supposed to be about unity between the nations. There hasn't been yeah. unity between the nations since the world's begun. Second of all... They've got a typhoon headed for the spot that the uh, Olympics are being held on. Uh, they've got COVID breaking out like nobody's business there. These people are performing in front of empty audiences. Then you got a lot of insulting ads and whatnot, racist remarks. You got people complaining about the girls in the shorts, the girls in the bikini. 
you know, but it's okay for the male swimmers to swim in their ball hangers. That seems to be okay. Uh, I mean, to me, it's all just a waste of time. I won't even follow it. I have zero interest in it. I wouldn't mind watching the typhoon, which I hope I get to see on YouTube. Well, look, fair enough, but when you got the, uh, you know, the robot playing basketball and uh, South Korea is apparently uh, kind of racist uh, <laughs> with uh, what they, <laughs> they aired. Pizza, you know, pizza. I, I, I find it almost funny that when the Italian athletes came out, they put on pizza right. next to them. Uh, I do. I do, because I can see the humor in that. I mean, it could have been worse. could have been, the, you know, Mario and Luigi, right? I guess right. they could have done that. Uh, or, or maybe uh, Brando as the Godfather next to them. I, I mean, that could have been. Right. Then. Uh, but instead, what do we got? We got uh, uh, Bitcoin. Oh, Dracula for Romania, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was that supposed to be funny? Because I, I, I didn't find well, any of that funny. Well, see, I did, and I'll tell you why. It's because it points to exactly how ludicrous this is. There are explanations about we wanted to make it easy for viewers at home to get familiar with these countries. And it lets you know right away what it is they think. Italy, pizza. Right, it's, not the... Uh, the meatballs with it. Right, and, not you know, the Leaning Tower of Pisa, not uh, <laughs> Rome, but let's throw up a pizza, which, by the way, was not even invented by Italians. Well, and, and here's the thing, popularized in America. So whatever, whatever, you know, like I said. Uh, and then uh, let, let's put on the Ukraine and show Chernobyl. Right. I mean, that, that's a good idea. I mean, it just, this is what they did, Maria. I'm not I know, this. I saw the clip on YouTube. I was like, what? I yeah, I mean, and their <laughs> apology. It's just, you know, it, it's an inexcusable thing. Oh, we're mistake. sorry. We didn't and think anybody would take offense. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Right, I mean, you know, but it, it it just illustrates exactly how ridiculous the whole circumstance truly is. And then you had Trump, the rapist, the rapist pedophile, ragging on the yeah. girls uh, on the girls team over the outfit uh, foo bar that was going on. Mm. I mean, why doesn't he shut his mouth? Didn't he say that if I don't win this election, you'll never hear from me again? When is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just really don't know. All right. I mean, when is the media, you know, who obviously find covering Biden boring, when are they going to stop covering uh, Trump, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan? When are they going to get rid of these people? Good, good question. I, I'm thinking when they die. I, I'm thinking. Oh, then, then they'll make saints out of them. Yeah, well, that's the other thing, is that all will be forgiven, you know, at that time, probably, somehow or other. Well, he was entertaining, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I really don't know anymore. I got I to gotta tell you. All right. I, I see what's going to happen in politics. I, I know that uh, whatever is terrible will be covered. I know they're going to push the vaccine agenda. So I already know what the next couple of months' news is going to look like. I, I know what people are going to be talking about to some degree. But, but at the same time, is anybody going to pay attention to the rest of what's really going on? No, of course I mean, not. 
the CDC is warning us about monkeypox, by the way. I don't know. Did you see monkeypox? Yeah, I saw monkeypox. I had a report the other day. Plague is uh, back. Uh, monkeypox. Uh, human bird flu is back. Uh, there's a couple more variants besides the Delta now. There's Lambda and another one that I had the name the other day I gave out. Uh, and then now we've got these reports here in Arizona because we got hammered with rain the past two weeks. Uh, to beware of the increase in mosquitoes. And they gave you the three different types of mosquitoes and which ones will hurt you more than the others. So it's fear, fear, fear. In some states, they got grasshoppers out of control. They also said that the poor little chicotas uh, are different this year. They have uh, bulging black eyes, and they're screaming. So they don't know what that means. So it's like everywhere you look is like reading the National Enquirer in 1961. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I did a I did a show not long ago devoted to the Weekly World News, which still exists. And why? Because I said, why not? Right. <laughs> you know, it, it it not not because I'm informing anybody, but because there really wasn't information worthy of being shared that day. And uh, I figured let's let's look at what happens when people really got to try to creatively write the news. Um, I don't know what's better. You know, the, the, the nonsense that's being, uh, you know, applied through the grand agenda or the things that people are still trying to release for entertainment. Uh, I know they're having a harder time, though, making things outlandish with that Weekly World News site uh, because reality is just beating them exactly. in a lot of cases. I mean, it's right. just, it is what it is at this point. Oh, and don't forget to demonize anybody that you know that doesn't have a mask or uh, also is not uh, taking the uh, shot because, uh, you know, they're your real enemy. Uh, don't forget that. Uh, and, and while you're at it, let's, let's pay no attention to the realities of things you can see with your own eyes, like the inflation they're just starting to acknowledge. Uh, let's pay no attention to the fact that people are still getting sick, not just from coronavirus, but uh, everything else. Right, and what about the 45,000 that have died from the vaccine that they've covered up? And now they're oh. telling you that, you know, even with the vaccine, you still need to get boosters and you still need to go back to wearing your mask. Listen, when I told people we would have another lockdown, everybody argued with me. But I guarantee you we're going to have another lockdown. Oh, because I'm sure they told you, no, the people won't put up with that, Maria. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they will. <laughs> so, and now you got, they said, uh, I think by October, uh, 10 to 14% increase in the cost of food, groceries. And yet they keep telling us that there's no inflation. Yeah, no inflation, and yet there are articles now coming out saying, you know, you better go out and buy your toothpaste and your cereal and your shampoo because... Uh, those supplies are going to run out. If not, the prices are going to spike. Get ready, get ready. Right. So Here we go again. Will it be toilet paper this time, Maria? I don't know. I don't know. I do know that it's fear 24-7. And people that refuse to do any research, refuse to critically think, uh, to really understand where this is headed and what their goals are, 
are going to be uh, running around like chickens without their heads. And that's the way it goes. And that's what they want. It's always problem, reaction, solution. Mm. Without fail. And, uh, you know, it, it, again, if you're waiting for your saviors, well, they got some for you. Yeah. But uh, I, 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 I'm not going with it. And I know you're not either. Hell no. <laughs> this, is not, not the, this is not the age of saviors, Maria. This is the age of uh, certainly people that need to be saved, but they got to save themselves. Absolutely. People just keep refusing to get that there is no help coming. We're it. So you either motivate yourself and get proactive or just lay down for it. Anyway, Chuck, we're out of time. I want to thank you for another one of these off-the-collar, off-the-cuff shows. I, I, I love doing this with you, Mom. I really appreciate it, and uh, always, always happy to do it. Uh, please come on over to my website. I know you're going to say this at the end, or maybe you won't now because I'm doing it, but please come on over to my website and support it because I'm uh, getting challenged, knocked down, and uh, banned on certain uh, platforms again. And, uh, and I'm at risk of being removed from everywhere. But if you come to my website, as long as I'm allowed to own one, <laughs> that's where I'll be. So, Chelly.com, Maria.net, these are the places you've got to go no matter where you're hearing us. Absolutely. Well, you take care, Chuck. We'll talk soon. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. Chuck O'Chelly. And, yes, a live link right here to Ocelli.com. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. And stay out of fear, because that's what they want. And remember, if you believe in the reptilians, they live off fear. So, I will see you guys next time. Thanks for supporting the show. Thank you for listening and supporting the Maria Show. Tell others what you learned today. Knowledge becomes wisdom only when it's shared. Encourage others to subscribe today. www.maria.net Often imitated, never duplicated. A world of information all in one place. www.maria.net Always ahead of the curve. Always on your side. Get active or get radioactive. Subscribe today.